Why do you say yes when you mean no? And what is it costing you? In my experience, saying no and setting boundaries is challenging for many ambitious women, both at home and at work. Ambition and dedication are great traits and you have so many things you want to experience and to get done. But constantly squeezing in too much in your life is not serving you. Not only will it impact your performance and productivity, it can also lead to bitterness and eventually burnout. Today's episode will help you uncover the beliefs behind all the yes saying and teach you how to say no. This way, you learn to focus on the most important things and manage your time and energy better. Find the show notes and other resources at sofiafonselsing.com slash podcast. You're listening to Unleash the Badass Within by me, Sofia von Selsing, international coach and well-being specialist. I support high-achieving women leaders to reduce stress and build greater capacity to increase their presence and advance their careers. Hi ladies! Do you believe that women are conditioned to prioritize helping and nurturing others and never turning down opportunities or causing disappointment? I kind of believe that. And even if these are positive things and we just want to do good, women are more likely to end up exhausted because of it. We have so much on our plates, both from ourselves and from society. We need to learn to manage our time and energy and stop people-pleasing. Otherwise, we end up taking on unnecessary tasks and projects, attending events we don't even enjoy, and engaging in activities that don't align with our true desires. Besides experiencing the negative consequences that I mentioned earlier, we rarely get to lead the life we truly want, as our needs and wants are constantly set aside to accommodate others. When I work with high-achieving women leaders in my VIP program, time and energy management is high up on the agenda. Because if you want to have energy left at the end of the day and to get the most important things done, you need to prioritize pretty hard. Some things gotta go. I'm sorry to say that, but we simply can't get everything done and have 10 out of 10 on every single area in our lives at the same time. I call this say no to say yes, because when you say no to something, you're also saying yes to something else, often to your own well-being. But that means also that the opposite is true, that when you say yes, you say no to something else. And this is such a great reminder to have in the back of your head when making decisions. What am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to in this moment? I even made a workshop called Say No to Say Yes that I run both with corporate clients and also in group coaching settings and that my VIP clients also get access to. And it's so interesting to see what happens when, for example, colleagues start talking with each other about these topics and the positive effect it has on the team's performance. I was running a long workshop series with a company about a year ago, where it was clear that almost every single employee was struggling with people-pleasing. 
They worked so hard, but they could not say no to each other, nor their clients and partners. And as a result, they were all on the verge of burnout. And some even wanted to leave the company because they just had no work-life balance. But by discussing this together and making the whole fact of people-pleasing and not being able to say no come up to the surface, we could come up with strategies and examples of how they could manage expectations, both internally and also towards their clients and customers, and how they could say no and prioritize their time and energy better. The results were just astonishing. Because it's important to understand that saying no and setting boundaries is not a sign of weakness or selfishness. It's an act of self-care, strength and courage. And by focusing on the right things, you will get better results. It's actually easier to say yes than to say no. And that's why it's a default answer for so many of us. So if you want to, you can pause the episode here and go get a notebook because we'll be doing some exercises. But of course, if you prefer to just keep listening, you can do that. I will go through some questions that you can ask yourself to raise awareness around your beliefs and your thoughts. And after that, we will go into different ways of saying no and setting boundaries. So I want you to reflect on this. Why do you say yes when you mean no? What are the underlying thoughts and beliefs that come up that make you say yes? And what feelings do these thoughts and beliefs create in your body? And what behaviors do they lead to? Take a pause and think and write it down. When I have been reflecting on this, I come up with a bunch of reasons why we avoid saying no. We want to demonstrate willingness and commitment. We want to be liked. We genuinely want to help. We are afraid of conflict or jeopardizing the relationship. We maybe feel we don't have an option to say no. We feel guilty. We have been taught to say yes. We want to seem trustworthy and ambitious. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Or we have FOMO, like fear of missing out. So no wonder why it's difficult to say no. But it's still a necessity. So how can you start saying no with grace and confidence? The answer to this is practice, practice, practice. I remember when I went through stress rehab and the topic of saying no and setting boundaries came up. Every single one of us in that room was struggling with this, so no wonder why we ended up exhausted. But here's a four-step list that will make it easier for you to say no. Number one is to prioritize your values and goals. Take some time to identify what truly matters to you in both your personal and professional life. Because when you have a clear vision of your priorities, it becomes easier to say no to opportunities that don't align with your values or lead you away from your goals. This really is key. And when you also know about your personal values and what's truly important to you, then it's easier to make decisions based on this. And in a work context, think about what are you being measured on? Is this extra work taking you further away from those metrics or closer? 
because if you spread yourself too thin, it will be impossible to nail those goals that you have. Number two is don't explain yourself excessively when you say no. A simple and polite decline is often enough. And maybe even say thank you for thinking about me. Remember, you have the right to make choices. And trust your instinct and listen to what your body and mind are telling you. This will make you respect yourself more and others will also respect you more. And you don't need to make a ton of excuses. This also takes away your power. Number three is to practice the art of the pause. When someone asks you to take on an extra project or commitment or attend something, avoid giving an immediate response. Instead, let the person know that you will need some time to consider it and check your schedule. This pause would allow you to evaluate whether you realistically can take on the new responsibility without feeling overwhelmed. And here are some quick questions that you can ask yourself, both in professional and private context. Do I want to do it? Can I do it? Does it align with my priorities? What are the consequences if I do it? Do I need to manage expectations in some way? These are really good questions to help you make decisions. And then the fourth tip is to delegate and involve others. I know as leaders, you may feel the weight of responsibility and you want to handle everything personally. But it's really vital to remember that delegation is a sign of strength, not weakness. So trust your team members or colleagues to take on tasks that don't require your direct involvement. This will free up time for you also to focus on what truly matters. So now that we covered how to say no in a graceful way, let's talk about setting boundaries. Boundaries is a big and important topic, but in short, they act as a shield, protecting your well-being and your energy. Without them, you may find yourself emotionally and physically drained, unable to perform at your best. So here are some ways to establish healthy boundaries. Recognize your limits. So reflect on times where you felt overwhelmed or stressed out because you didn't set boundaries. You can identify the signs that indicate that you're reaching your limit. Maybe you're feeling irritable, fatigued, or experiencing just difficulty concentrating. Acknowledge these signs as a signal that it's time to set a boundary. Number two is to communicate effectively. Be open and clear about your boundaries with colleagues, superiors, and even family members. Because setting boundaries isn't about being confrontational. It's about respecting yourself and others. Because when you communicate your limits effectively, you also create a supportive environment where everyone knows what to expect. So this really has to do with managing expectations. When we don't manage expectations, that's usually when we get stressed out and then stick to your boundaries. Consistency is key to establishing healthy boundaries. It's easy to give in to pressure or guilt or just overextend yourself. But remember, it's okay to say no and it's necessary to say no when your limits are reached and it's okay to say yes when you have the capacity to do so. And then the last is to learn from past experiences. 
Because if you encounter challenges when you're setting boundaries, don't be too hard on yourself. Just reflect on what you can improve and learn from each situation. And over time, boundary setting will become more natural and you'll feel more empowered to prioritize your well-being. And I know as high-achieving women leaders, saying no and setting boundaries are vital skills to cultivate. Because by doing so, you can improve your overall performance, health and well-being. And remember, taking care of yourself allows you to show up as the best version of yourself in all areas of your life. And I would love to hear your learnings. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know what you take away from this episode. I'll drop some links to my social media accounts in the show notes. And remember, if you want to go back to the questions that we covered in this episode, you will also find them on the same place in the show notes. Until next time, take care of yourself and go be a badass. Thanks for listening today. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with other women leaders. Remember that you are awesome.